This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to Walsall Fan TV. Fan chat, our first fan chat of the season. We're talking pre-season. Uh, Stephen's here with us. And uh, we've also got some, uh, some <coughs> new guys in the, in the uh, show. So uh, let's welcome Phil. Hi, Phil. Hi, Simon. Uh, welcome, Neil. Evening, and uh, and of course we've got Lee and Daz as well. And uh, Jack is with us. He's just coming back on. Where is he? <coughs> He's uh, just a bit here. He is, and we got Jack as well. So uh, welcome back to Jack. Right then. So first of all, let's go uh, straight to Daz. Um, squad building. So uh, what are you thinking of it so far? So I think we've had a good uh, a good few weeks. I think uh, they. Uh... They didn't go early with uh, with their announcements. They've obviously had a plan and they're working through the plan. Um, I think it'd be a slightly different story if we hadn't got Johnson, but um, but uh, they've had a good a good start to pre-season. Yeah. The um, we were a bit worried, weren't we? Because we hadn't heard anything. It was like, are we going to get any players or not? Um, the whisper is that we've got uh, another four or five coming, but I think they're likely to be squad fillers. I think. there, oh, hey, we're getting flash now, aren't we? Right, then. I say flash, flash to a point, isn't it, really? Let's, um, there we go. There we go. So, um, Lee, what's your thoughts on what we've got there, then? Um, well, I think the signings we've made so far have been good signings, but I think the signing of today of Daniels extending his contract till 2025 is even more of a a statement, if you like, because I think Travella are looking a little bit more long-term, willing to sort of offer out them longer contracts. And obviously there was a few rumours about Daniels might be going off and he might not be here. Obviously, 
he sat down, signed the contract for the next two years. So he must be happy with what Trevella and Sadler are saying behind closed doors. And yeah. he must think Warsaw have got a chance of, I'm not saying getting promoted this season, but he must think over the time of his contract, he's got, they've got a good chance of being a League One team or yeah. else he wouldn't, at his age and the stage he's in his career, he wouldn't have committed to the, the two years extension, would he? No, no, it's, uh, we knew he'd got another year, hadn't they? So uh, for him to extend that, that does show a lot of confidence. I do show a lot of confidence. Um, oh, Jack? Oh, oh sorry. Oh, uh, I was going to go go to Jack. Yeah. There we go. Um, the the mix of the squad now. Um, where do you think we need to be adding to that? Um, in these next four or five players, perhaps we might be bringing in. We could do with some experience, an experienced midfielder. I mean, yeah, we got we've been good windows so far, but we need. Two more midfielders, perhaps, and possibly one aging striker, just as like a filler. <laughs> We've got an aging striker, that's Jamil Batty. <laughs> yeah, but he'll still bang in 15 goals. You need someone who'll come in and bang, you know, five when needed. Yeah. I but think we need a few more in the midfield because slightly like. Yeah, I think up front, I think if Jamil Matt was to get injured again at the moment, I think that would weaken us quite a lot, I think. Well, we could, um, we've got Knowles who can play there, so... There's... Yeah, Knowles, Knowles, Knowles is, yeah. Is, is a good one as well. Um, Neil, any ideas for a centre midfield experienced guy to steady the ship? I think the problem is at the moment, I've got no idea looking at that squad what formation is going to play. Um, and the formation, yeah, you've got a point there. And the thing is, he's got Matt up front. He's obviously looks like he's going to play a big enough front. We haven't got another big, and he's the main problem. So yeah, yeah. probably probably somebody to cover for Matt if anything happens to him. Yeah. Um, wide, uh, wide men might be a little short there. We've got Knowles, I guess. Yeah, Knowles is kind of the only one. Maybe Noles is a everywhere. Yeah. Um just to just to fill. Um I think obviously the scent the defensively, uh, defensive wide, we've certainly uh, got to grips with it, haven't we? I think we had a good defence to start with and we've strengthened it. So that's good. Yeah. But is midfield where we're gonna struggle, you think? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree that midfield certainly needs strengthening. I think there's a few, going following on from what Neil's just said as well, I think there's a few interesting questions about formation and where certain players might play. Um, McKenty is one that I know you've discussed before. Um, yeah. Obviously, I've seen him do a job at centre-half and then I also thought did a very good job in midfield um, last game of last season. Um, Joe Riley, do we see him more as a, as a right-back, a right-wing-back or a midfielder? Um, I think there's a, there's a few questions to be asked there. Um, Knowles as well. If we if we play a if we play a three five two formation, where where does he fit in that formation? So I think yeah. I think there's a few. It's going to be interesting to see how they line up and to see where he fits certain players in. It's good that we've got players that are versatile, and, yeah, I, and yeah. certainly I, I do think that the um, the two additions we've made to defence look good signings. Hussey played. 30-odd games in the team that got in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, I, I had a look on the Newport fans forum. Their fans were pretty unanimous in 
um, their disappointment at him leaving and not signing a new contract. So it looks yeah. like we've got a player there that was a big part of their defence last year. Um, and obviously we've got rolling back as well. Although I think he'd be more of a more of a backup he's player. Still, he's still injured, I think, isn't he? <clears throat> oh, is he? I'm not he's sure. Um, and certainly reiterate what Lee said earlier about you know the, the the very good news today about Donovan Daniels extending his stay. Yeah. So we have got a good, yeah, yeah. solid base to build from. But yeah, I think particularly with the the Jack Earing injury as well, um, and the relative inexperience of Sturk and Ram players like that. Um, yeah. Midfield is certainly an area that I think we, we could do with strengthening. Yeah, well, I'll just put up a quick comment. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, midfield. I've just got a Warsaw fan down here looking more positive now, although we definitely need a bit more creativity in midfield. Yeah, I think as Cam's having Hutch with Ram as a backup, that is potentially leaving us very light. And I think we've all got confidence that Ram's going to be a good player for us. But you wouldn't want to be going into the season expecting him to play 30-odd games. Oh, no. So, um, so I think... development a bit. But um, I think we need another cam. Yeah. It could be worse to send him on loan to the National League. No. No. No, I think he's, he's got to be in the building, I think. That's going to be in the building. Yeah. I mean, if we bring in, like, an experienced cam, maybe... That might work better because then it can build up Hutch and Ram at the same time and improve both the development. So, yeah, just like they are. Who's mentioned the dirty word of low knee as well? There's always a possibility. <laughs> well, it, I'll tell you, this is just slightly off subject. Why are we only playing three pre season games? Well, Simon, that's the three pre-season games we get to go and see. Don't forget, they'll be playing pre-season games behind closed doors. They won't just have three games. They've probably got the three games we're going to, and there'll be at least another three, if not four, that'll be behind closed doors or at the training ground. Yeah. Because we had a good trip to Telford last season. That was a bit nice to go back there, that was. You did. I did, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, difficult one. I think... I think everybody's going from one to Ireland now, aren't they? (laughs) Say again, Neil. I think everybody's out for a trip to Ireland now, aren't they, with Trigida? I don't know. Is that right? They all going to Ireland? Well, people hope so, because Trigida brought a snake in. Is it uh, Trigida, is it? Oh, Trigida. Oh, but yeah. yeah. That's, is it, maybe is that's it, where Rammel's I think it's Georgia or something. Something like that. I know I haven't pronounced it properly. But Irish yeah. pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, up front, as I say, if... If we don't bring any more strikers in, I think we'd be short. I think Marv is looks like he'll need a loan somewhere. Um, yeah. Playing level nine last season, it would be a massive step up for him to yeah. be getting a what, lot of minutes. What What do we all re- What do we all think of the re-signing of um, DJ Taylor? Because he he's probably the one that I'm not sure about in the players that we've signed. Um, I get that he's young and that he can, he's still got some developing to do. And obviously, Matt Sadler sees him as a player that he can develop. But yeah. um, I, I personally didn't see didn't see a lot in him last year. I think he's got a lot of improvements to make if he's going to be a um, a reliable squad member. I just wonder what other people think about that about that particular signing. Yeah, go go to go to Daz for that answer on that. I've got I've got some thoughts, but I'll go listen to everybody else first. I come from a different place to film on this. I saw a bit last year that I got something. 
that he got something. There's, um, there's, he's right. Phil's absolutely bang on. There's a, there's a lot of work to do with him. Um, but you would have said exactly the same thing about Adam, um, Elijah. Um, at the same point, you know, there was a lot of work to do with Elijah, and he clicked one day. And uh, I think um, James Taylor was worth was worth a punt as a. He's going to be third striker. I think he was worth a punt. Anyway, you'll have to excuse me for a moment. The late takeaways arrived. Okay, Neil. I'll be back shortly. <laughs> Uh, Lee, what what are you? What's your thoughts on that? Um, I'm pretty much the same with Daz because I think the bits we did see, he showed enough, but obviously he's sort of that rough diamond, and if we get to see him more minutes on the pitch, we'll be able to judge him a bit better. I think there's a stat floating about that actually after DJ, DJT's goals per minute. Is the best, isn't it? That's correct. I think later on in the season, when uh, Wilco came back, when oh. when Wilco came back, Wilco's goals per minute sort of uh, surpassed DJT's. But previous to that, he had been one of our most prolific uh, finishers. And um, I think. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I think just a little bit of difference. What he's got compared to Matt and DJ is his pace. Obviously, with him being. At his age, I think he's got that pace. He's a bit raw. Will that benefit us? I mean, if you're a centre-half, would you want him running at you for the final 15, 20 minutes of a game? And you've also got to concentrate either on Matt and DJ as well. I think that could be the key going into the season. Him coming off those final 15, 20 minutes with his raw pace and just running at defenders and helping out DJ or Mac to get that bit more extra extra space for him. Yeah. Just ask Carl What do you think, Jack? Sorry. That didn't like it. You what you don't like him? No, no, no. I just asked Carlisle the second round of the cup for the last fifteen minutes of his pace. We've lost your sound a little bit there. We need to look at that. Um yeah. my my thoughts on uh, Douglas James Taylor, it sort of reminds me in some ways of um, Michael Ricketts back in the day because quite often he's in the right place and he doesn't finish. That's more like Noel's, really. And uh, a little bit like Noel's, <laughs> about But, I mean, the the wherewithal to get into the right place um, is one thing and then finishing something else. So, I think we'll see more goals from him this season, I think. I think, as, as Daz says, I think he'll be third-choice striker. Depending on who else comes in, he might even be fourth choice striker. But he's a development no. player, and I think well worth a well worth a punt. I understand no. what you're saying, Phil. But no, I think I think they're all fair points that people have made. I, I was just interested to know what people thought. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, and as I say, Matt Sadler obviously obviously sees a sees something there to work with. Um, I do completely agree with a few points that were made that he was underused last season. I'd have liked to have seen more of him, um, and. Um, I know that he did. He got the goal against Carlisle, and I think was it Stockport he scored against? Was it the, was Mansfield? It, oh, Mansfield, yeah. Mansfield. The New Year's Day, the New Year's Day game. He did. He did take that goal very well. I thought so. Yeah. As I say, I, I remain. But I, I, nothing would give me greater pleasure than to be proved wrong on him, and I, I, I really hope he does. He, he does come good. 
what's particularly nice is the fact that he's our player now. We're not developing somebody else's yeah. player. Yeah, that will help. So that, yeah. That's a positive for me. Um, I want to talk about... has got experienced strikers in Danny Johnson and um, Matt to, to work with. Yeah. So, so that'll going to learn from those. I think what you mentioned about Riley, if Riley came into the midfield with Sturk, I think we're losing a bit. We lost a bit of physicality there. I think height, yeah. we haven't got any height. And I think mm. Walsall teams in the past have suffered there by not having that physical presence. And that's why it was too good to see McKenty. But uh, whether McKenty stays in the midfield or not, I don't know whether you saw the uh, the tweet, the Twitter post from Walsall calling him the maestro, which would uh, yeah. perhaps infer midfield. But you never know whether that's a smoke or. Smoking mirrors or what? <laughs> he wasn't. But um, inside. Go on, Jack. Speak up, mate. He was insane when he played in midfield. He was easily one of the most impressive midfielders we've had for the whole of that season in those three games. In McKenzie, I mean, your your mic's uh, doubling up a bit. I need need headphones on or something. I think. Right, uh, give me two seconds. That's it. You, you sound like you're in a bath. And we, we, we've been there before with that. We've got to look into that. <laughs> um, so, um, just thinking at goalkeepers, um, Owen Evans, obviously our first choice keeper. Do we save some money and get a, a young backup keeper or do we need an experienced guy there? What's, uh, what are your thoughts? Go to, uh, go to Phil first. Um. I think ideally you want somebody that's going to challenge Owen Evans for for, for the position. Um, I think Evans was certainly one of our better players last year, um, but didn't really have a lot of competition. Um, but then I think you've got to balance that with the with the budget in terms of there's probably other areas of the squad where we could um, use use the budget to buy more expensive, more um, experienced players to strengthen other areas, but. Um, yeah, in an ideal world, we, we would certainly want a, a backup goalkeeper that's going to challenge Owen Evans. Yeah. Um, Daz? Agree. Uh, I, he, he does need challenging, um, but, but the budget is, uh, is a significant chapter. I think what we did last year with, um, was it Jackson Smith? Yeah. That worked really well. Um, you know, um, he, he came and gave us cover and then... Uh, when he came in, he proved he was capable. He got some game time, and we didn't spend too much. So that kind of that kind of arrangement worked really well, and I'm not averse for that again. Yeah, I think um, it's easy to waste money on players, isn't it? And I think we've done that before. I think if we just look to uh, here, let me just that um, on there, we're looking based on the uh, the information we got which we don't know whether it was 100 percent true or not but we've effectively released about 16 and a half thousand pound a week from the budget and uh my crazy estimates um reckon at the moment we've spent about 10k um but within those james taylor we we're already paying for him and danny johnson till january we we're already paying for him as well so arguably there might be some left over um Sibek, of course was in the the budget to start with so um i think we've probably got 
without increasing the budget from last season, and I think that's key, we've probably got room for four in the uh, sort of round about 1,500 quid a week bracket, which is decent quality. Not sort of top quality players, but I mean, decent quality. So we'll have to see see what transpires from that. I don't think Warsaw should be overdoing the budget. I think even though we've had some good players come in, I don't think the budget's particularly been increased. I think we're just using it better. Yeah. Better, I think. Um, thoughts, Lee? Um, it's always hard sort of trying to work out what the actual budget is and what we spent because nobody really knows, do we? I mean... It's, you can have a good guess and you can have a look at certain websites <laughs> and everything, but we never, you never know for sure, do we? I just think at the moment, probably the players we have got in <clears> an <throat> upgrade on the player on some, on maybe the majority of the players that have left. So whether we've spent a little bit more money or we've spent a little bit less money, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. No. I think only time will tell and, if it gets us sort of within the top 10 of League 2, then all good. If it if we're below again next season and we have a bit of a, I won't say disaster, but we don't really improve, then people start mentioning the budget again, won't they? Yeah, I think that sort of, it does get mentioned too much really, I suppose. Carlisle had got the lowest, one of the lowest budgets in the league and they got promoted, so... No. It's not. It's not all about the budget, is it? No, it's all about the budget. Um, do you want to just grab a couple of the uh, the comments? Ian Allen, DJT, Where couldn't hit a barn door, misses too many. That's sort of that sort of echoes to what I was saying with that. He's going in the right place. Um, so I think with that, Ian, I think the goals will come. I think the goals will come with that. Um, Neil, glad to have yep. you back with us. Have you had a nice tea? Yeah, actually, he did a little faster than I'd like to, didn't he? <laughs> um, so, so the budget wise, about, we're just talking about the budget. budget the, the budget, the one thing you've got to remember as well, you can't really compare budgets between clubs in the division because they all calculate the playing, playing budget in different ways. They include different things, they don't exclude different things, and it's very, very difficult to compare. Sort of like the academy and that sort of thing. Yeah. Or some will include travel to games, some will exclude travel to the games that have been in the playing budget. That's what sort of thing. It's, it's a minefield trying to work it out. Yeah. So uh, of the uh, of the young, if we look at the young ones <coughs> that are coming through, um, obviously Timmy Abraham didn't work out. He's gone to uh, Boreham Wood, hasn't he now? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I suppose Marv is the replacement for him. Um, um, Joe Folks, nice to see him in the squad. Um, but he's he's gonna be back up. I don't know how much game time he's gonna get. Can I just say on Joe Folks while while you've mentioned him, I I went to see um, one of the Kidderminster playoff games at the end of last season, and I was impressed with how he played. Obviously, watched him quite closely, knowing he was a on loan from us, um, and he looked physically stronger than he did the previous time I'd seen him. Um, yeah. He defended well. Uh, and I thought he got forward to quite good effect as well. He looked a, he looked a far better player than he did when I saw him a year or so ago. So I think the 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 
loan spells done in the world of good. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see how much he is involved next season. I think, um, obviously, see how he gets on in pre-season will be a good a good measure for that. But he, he impressed me the game I saw him play. It was only one game, granted, but um, I, I was impressed with him. Yeah, good, good. Simon, just to, just to follow up on what Phil said there, you remember a certain loan we had last season who came into the club and before he came to Warsaw, I don't think he played many games. He no, didn't turn out too he didn't turn out he didn't turn out too bad, did he? No, no, he's uh, he's good. I think Joe Folks, I think it's one of those, it's we'll see what game time he gets. Well, what yeah, I'm, exactly. But what you, I'm liking what I'm liking now, we you look at the squad that we've currently got and uh, whether we're playing 352, 3412, <coughs> or 442, you can't easily name the, name the side, can you? No. But I think, uh, like Phil just mentioned, I think that loan for the last two seasons to yeah. Kidderminster probably has yeah. done Joe Fawkes a world of good. Because I don't know the exact number of games he's played over the, the two years, but I think it's something like 60, some, about 60, between 60 and 70 games yeah. where he's been playing football. He's got that experience. Obviously, Kidderminster, where they finished, that they had to win. Was it like sort of five or six games to get yeah. through the playoffs, yeah. and then obviously to get themselves promoted? And he was part of that. I think all that is a great experience for a, a, a kid of his age. I mean, it's yeah. it's almost you can't get that experience anywhere else, could you? No, and he, and no. he's been in, he's been in that winning mentality in a team that of won. And well, I think I'm, that that I'm sometimes surprised. that sometimes gives you more than than training does. Yeah, I'm surprised. To flow, it? Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't stay with Kidderminster. He was yeah. his contract was up. He could have stayed with Kidderminster. So uh, I think that's really good that Warsaw sort of kept that contact and uh, and got him signed up because he could have easily gone to Kidderminster after <clears> years <throat> with them. It, well, he could have done, Simon, but who's more likely to get for League One football, Warsaw or Kidderminster? Well, exactly, yeah. But it's game time, isn't it? It's game time. Sorry, go on, Daz. Is that what you were saying? Kidderminster. <laughs> <laughs> you behave yourself, you naughty man. What are you saying that for? <laughs> um, there's one player in the comments. I did do a video that sort of included him. Um, Jake Livermore. Um, he's getting on a bit, but uh, he's got some quality. Would we be nervous about bringing another old guy into our midfield? Because it's not gone too well for us recently. Well, I'm having a quiz team with three Albion fans, and I'll tell you, you can't put one foot in front of the other nowadays. But there you go. Now, I'm sure it's, so he's, uh, he's, he's slipped off as a bit. Slipped off a bit I think it? he's a little slow, yes. Yeah. He's going to sign for Watford, isn't he? He's what? He's going to sign for Watford. He's going to Watford. Oh, that counts that out then. Yeah. <laughs> the wrong, we got the wrong WFC. That's it, yeah. <laughs> the, wrong one. He's, he's, the thing about him anyway, he's not a creative player anyway, isn't he? In those well, no, I'm, I'm just thinking the, the experience um, next to Sturk. So I think Sturk has got some, some great comments about him. I oh, know. Is he ready to play a full season? Um, and lead the line, lead the lead the uh, midfield sort of thing. 
box the midfield. You, if you bring in experience in midfield, you want to bring in somebody more like a, a, a the, the, the lower division equivalent of Vinny Samways. Pass the ball, creative mid as well. Yeah, <laughs> well, Vinny Samways. I, I, I think my memory serves me correctly, but Darren Bradley did well for us in midfield. He did, yes, he did. So I thought Great he might have gone crazy, ball, but thanks for thanks for confirming <laughs> that. <one. laughs> Oh dear! It was this one with you. I him oh, oh it, we got Jack's back. Are you, <coughs> is that better now, Jack? Yeah, I think I fixed it. Very good. That's it. We sort of missed you a bit there. Can you can you tell me what you think we're going to get out of Ram this season? Ram, Ram. It's either going to be an impressive breakthrough season or the setup to an impressive breakthrough season. Uh, I'm hoping. <laughs> hopefully, correct. No, he's, he's not sitting there with you, is he? No, 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 no. But he's he's got some about. <laughs> I, I I like yeah, yeah, he's there. Um, I remember uh, was possibly his first bit under Taylor, the Crystal Palace friendly game. Yeah, and he was very impressive. I'm amazed Taylor didn't yeah. give him more of a chance. I thought he he was very, very, very impressive. Last year, not so much. We only saw what like fifteen minutes of him. Yeah, which wasn't enough, considering think, what we were going through. I've had some information about the uh, the early preseason training, and as far as running stats and that sort of stuff, there's two players that are top in the tree, and uh, Rams one of them. Can you guess the other one? Joe Riley. No. Hmm. Isaac Hutchinson. Ah, <laughs> yes, Hutch. The Hutch and Ram, the two competing for the cam roll, are the, uh, the top on the stats. I thought well, it would be Liam Gordon, but maybe Liam Gordon is maybe joining the squad late. He's yeah, been, he's uh, been I, think, I think on Ram, it was, it, was, it was a bit of a weird one last season with him, wasn't it? Because... Um, <clears throat> Michael Flynn really talked him up, didn't he, at the start of last season? Yes. I went to I went to the fans forum and um, he talked about what a good summer he'd had, how he'd come back in great shape, and his attitude was good. Uh, and he came on in a couple of games earlier last season, and I thought he did well. There was one game in particular, possibly Barrow away, where he came on quite early, and I thought he made a real difference when he came on, and then he just sort of faded out completely. Um, so. You know, I, I just I don't want him to become the next, you know, sort of Sam Perry or Alfie Bates to come in, yeah. show a load of promise, and then fade out into nothing. Because uh, I think there's I think there's a lot more about him than that, and I think, I think he's got real potential. Well, I think a, it's a lot of the youngsters. Sorry, Neil, go on. I think it's partly to do with the manager because I think he started panicking, especially when he realised DJ was getting it. Um. He tried to revert back to what he knew rather than trying to develop what he got. Mm. And I think that's where a lot of our problems lie. He you tried know, to see it through to the end of the yeah. season, didn't he? Yeah. Never I made it. Labadee had been fitted and been throwing him every week, in every week to get red cards. Because he it's... goes back to what he knows. And, and he's going back to what he knows now because the rumour is Labadee's going to Swindon. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, thank sorry, you. Sorry. I think he's that type of bloke who just always re revert to what he knows rather than try something untried and different. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, hopefully, uh, Matt Sadler's going to be a bit more progressive. What do you think, Daz? 
So, I mean, so I mean, just go back a little bit. I, I think Flynn did him a, a massive favour last year in um, in not playing him in the second half yeah. of the season. I think I really wanted to see him play to get some time. But, but bringing him into a team that was so devoid of confidence, so devoid of any kind of any kind of idea of what they'll plan, I think uh, I think there was a risk that you could you could damage him a little bit in, in bringing him into that. I think inadvertently the fact that Flynn clearly needed a result, I suspected at the time, and the fact we sacked him evidenced it. Uh, the fact he was reluctant to use him probably did us a huge favour. But going on to your, your question, Sadler referred to um, Maya uh, midway through the season, we're talking about how we needed to look after him um, yeah. and we needed to protect him and, you know, get, introduce him slowly. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And uh, he needs to be good to his word now. He needs to give him some He needs to give him some game time without overexposure. Yeah, I think... For me, I think the perfect situation there is Hutch starts as 70 minutes and then Ram has the last 20. And then if that's going well and Hutch is having a bad game, bring Ram on early. I think I that would want work. I to that if we're winning. I don't think it does any good bringing you on 20 minutes left if we're losing. Well, we're asking the kid to tell and turn it round. It's not just game time. It's actually quality game time when we've we got possession and we're actually giving him a chance to actually do his thing, you know. Yeah, you've got you've got to have more than you've got to have more than five minutes, haven't you? Yeah. But I think Ram Ram has developed quite a lot. I think physically, is uh, people think of him as a little tiny lad, but he's a very strong chap. They call him Ram, but I mean he he is very solid. He's a very solid young lad, and he's very fit. Which I suppose at eighteen you'd expect him to be, but there's quite a lot of the youngsters that don't put the effort in, isn't he? And uh, he's definitely doing it the right way, I think. He's, he's, also got, he's also got a good goal-scoring record from midfield. I know, albeit in the you know in the youth and the reserve levels, but um, you know a, a good goal-scoring midfielder, um, someone who gets forward and has got a an instinct for goal mm. is something that we've we haven't had for for a while. Yeah, I think regular game time, the goals will come for Ram in the first team. Yeah, so that's nice. Yeah, so I used to. Yeah, I used to go to school with someone who was signed by the academy, and they he was like 15, 16. And they used to play with um, the academy team, which Ram was in. And he said Ram was the most impressive by far. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we we saw some of the Warsaw Senior Cup games, the the final particularly against Rushall. Um, it was very clearly men against boys, and Ram sort of held up the Warsaw team. 
um, massively. And in the semi-final, um, obviously had Sam Perry <clears> and uh, Taylor Allen in there. But Ram was the outstanding player for us again in that, as you would expect him to be with a player who's pushing for first team. But it, it, it bodes well. But the problem is if we bring in another cam, does he go down to third choice and then he's not going to get any games again? It's a it's that balance, isn't it? You want to we need good rotation, don't we? We need a good clear rotation. Yeah. Depending on the fixtures. It goes back again to what formation we're going to play as well. Yeah. Well, if if we're going if we were going three five two at the moment, who would be your three five two? We'll go with uh, Jack first. Three five two. Give me a back three. Back three. Uh, Daniels, Hussey. Um, I don't want to put McKenzie there. Uh, yes, it's the only other one we got. Now, and the other ones, uh, it's a difficult oh, name. Oh, Priestley, yeah, Priestley. Priestley, Farquharson, which... Yeah, Hussey, Daniels, you know, Priestley. I'm going to call him the Priest. The priest. The I did check with Newport fans. Newport fans haven't really got a nickname for him, so uh, I'm going to call him the Priest from now He's on. Probably Hussey, Daniels, and the Farquhar. Priest. <laughs> I, I got, sorry, go on, Neil. So he's probably hoping to be called Lord Farquhar. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord. And we could call him the Lord. That would work. The Lord. The Lord or the priest. I think we'll go yeah. with the priest to start with, I think. Yeah, so Daniel's Hussey and the priest. Daniel's Hussey and the priest. Okay, so that's the back three. Um, Lee, who's your... Who's your... Um, your five? Well, I've gone slightly different here, Simon. I'll go with the back three. Then I want to go with two in front of them, then three in front of them. So I want to go. I want to go with to start off with. I want to go with McKenty and Sturk as the two in front of them, and then the three ahead of them. I would at the moment, as it stands, I would go Knowles. I would go um, Hutchinson, and I would go um, probably DJT, and then DJT. the two DJT, and then and then the two up top. I would go with Matt. And I would go with uh, DJ. So uh, now Riley. Not at the moment. Not in that. I'll go go three two three two. And so we we'll give. Uh, oh, are we still there? Yeah. We're still yeah. there. It just. We just had a bit of a flash of uh, flash of no connection just for a moment there. Um, so that five in the midfield is a wide open one, isn't it? That could be. It is. Because uh, we keep forgetting Liam Gordon. I think Liam Gordon last season. I don't think he really fulfilled his potential. I know he had the injury at the start yeah. of the season. I, yeah, he finished I, I, it really well. Yeah, I, I think I think we'll see a real good player in Liam Gordon this season. I, I, I think we yeah. need don't underestimate how serious that injury was. Yeah. He had at the start yeah. of the season. I think if I understand it correctly, he, he was he nearly lost his foot. It was that bad. Yeah. I think they were talking about. Um, I, I think with a with a full pre season behind him and hopefully he'll he'll stay injury free. 
I think I think you'll see a real good. I, I like him. Um, I know he, he blew hot and cold a little bit last season, but I think he's a good player, and I think he'll be. Uh, I think we'll see a real good player in him this season. And of of course, we haven't seen Riley fit yet. Yeah. No. The, the, yeah. the other the other thing, Simon is, and I think Sadler's already sort of said this, that he wants to play a more high tempo, high pressing game from start to finish. And I think also this season again, you can use the five subs out of the seven. Now I'm not saying every game he's going to have to use the five subs, but I think that could be to our advantage in certain games because, like you just mentioned, Liam Gordon, Riley, Hutchinson, Ram, DJT, you can go and let them go full tilt for 65, 70 minutes, and the quality you've got on the bench to come off for that last yeah. 20, 25 minutes, <laughs> if, if Saddler really wants to keep that tempo high for the full 90, 95 minutes, he's got the players to do that now, hasn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good where point. Flynn, where Flynn, Flynn last season, some of the games, he was struggling to... Well, he got to the point where he had to make three or four changes because he was that upset with the starting eleven, But he didn't really want to make them changes. If, if you look at some of the games... He didn't want to make the subs. Well, I think this season, Sadler will make the subs, but he'll make the subs in a more positive manner when he wants to keep the tempo high and keep going at, at the opposition. Yeah. I think there's another thing that might be key to all this as well, because we talked about the back, th back three, if we go for a back three, but you also got whoever we play there, there's going to be three footballers. They're going to be yeah. footballers. They're going to want to play the ball out through the midfield. And that's going to up the tempo straight away. Because all, whichever the three of the four play there, if you clear McEntee, they can all play football. They all like to yeah. pass the ball. That's it. I think. I mean, the, the, Sorry, God, we averaged one, one of the worst. I think we had at one point just before Finn left, we had the worst percentage of possession at home in the league. Yeah. Uh, so that was just, we just used to give back to. Them. Yeah, it's a it, it's something that's definitely needs to improve. We, I think Flynn will always talk about sort of oh we only lost a couple of games at home and that sort of thing, but we want to see more quality and want to see more entertainment at home, don't we? No, we want to win. We we, we want to win. We want to win. We want to see yeah uh, want to be entertained. Win first. <laughs> so, um, if if we bought in some wingers now, would would they get a game? Um, again, I think it would depend on the formation. I think it it would be good to have some wide players as options. If he did, if he did decide to go um, four <clears throat> four two or even more to a four three three, you definitely need wide options in the squad. Um, I look at what we've got at the moment. Uh, obviously, we've already mentioned Knowles can do a job wide right. If you look at the left-hand side at the moment, and obviously we've got Liam Gordon and Taylor Allen uh, as, a, as a possible option further forward on the left. But I would want, personally, I'd want more options and other options than that at this stage if we are yeah. going to move to a 4-4-2. To a yeah, 4-4-2 is perhaps we're not that well set up for that. Yeah. We've we definitely got a strong defence. It's just whether... We can create the chances um, up front. So we're 
is it fairly obvious who the, who the front two are, Neil? No, I can't imagine. <laughs> they could be quite deadly, those two up front together, you know. They really could. Yeah. Yeah, Matt and, Matt and DJ. DJ knows how to finish. Matt's a wily old fox, isn't he? He can create opportunities. I'm trying to remember the last time we had somebody up front, number nine, who could get the ball and hold it up for others as well. Yeah. You're going back a very long way before we had a really good one doing that. And we don't normally keep them for long. It's nice that we've got people on contracts for a change. Yeah. We normally have a good season and then they all get pulled away. And I think I think a, a short time ago, people were saying Travella, um, they're now better than Bonsa. And I'm like, hang on, hang on. It's, it's like, you have no idea. You have no idea the difference. It, yes, the performance on the pitch and our position in the league may be not significantly different, or it's not significantly different. Yeah. But, I mean, for me, it's clear there's a very different, there's a big step change, and Warsaw mm. are definitely heading on a more positive trajectory. Yeah. Well, I I'll tell you what the difference is. Chevelle might be treating us as customers, and they will treat us like customers, but they'll yeah. treat us well as customers. Having been banned from the ground by Mr. Bonser and Wadikate, and having long chats with afterwards, Bonser thought the supporters were a bloody nuisance, and he wished he didn't have to bother welling them through the gates. <laughs> he didn't understand them. He didn't understand the financial commitment, the emotional commitment that actually for supporters back to the team, and he thought, hey, the club was almost none of our business. This is a world of difference. Mm. Yeah, I, I think the the signing of Danny Johnson as well. I mean, you were you you yeah. were talking earlier on about about budgets, and I mean, I, I again, it, a lot of guesswork in terms of in terms of what players exactly what they earn. What I do know is that Danny Johnson won't have come cheap. I know we haven't had to pay a fee for him, but wages wise, he's going to be right up there as far as League Two strikers are concerned. There will have yeah. been other clubs interested after his oh, goal-scoring record for us last year. So I think that shows that they're, you know, maybe they are just pushing the boat out a little bit more on certain players. I think yeah. Daniel shows that as well. The yeah. Contract extension. I'd have thought he'd have been in great demand as well. <clears throat> yeah, I think Danny Johnson. From from the comments we made, one of the main reasons he's come back is how much people loved him. He really got the fans really loved him. Obviously, he was scoring lots of goals, so that helps. But I mean, he, he sort of got a great reputation and uh, great love from the fan base. And if there's anything that's going to make you do better as a striker, it's knowing that you're loved and people want you. I just can't get over the smile on his face on the publicity photos. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a football look happier. Football look well, the thing is, it's, it's, it's got his contract for a couple of years, nice, settled. Can settle down and all that business. It's good. Um, yeah. We do still have we do still have a few that are sort of not quite um, crossed over yet. Um, Aussie, I'm not getting the hype at the moment. We still have the same problem now that we did last season. We don't have anyone in midfield carrying the ball forward. We need Adam Chambers, Chambers, Sam Mantum. I think Ryan Sturk is that guy, isn't he? I thought he was. Yes. And um, that was the point. And. Uh, if McKenty is playing in midfield, I think McKenty's perhaps capable of that as well. I'll I, I tell you the other thing as well, Simon, which <clears throat> might help Warsaw 
towards the end of the season. At the moment, there's absolutely no need to rush Jack Earing back from his injury with that mm. midfield we've got at the moment. I think, to a certain extent, um, Flynn had to try and get Wilco back on the pitch as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. and, two, and, I think, uh, and I think oh, even... And I think even to a certain extent, when we was on that bit of a sticky run, he wanted Labadee back on the field because, like, uh, I think it was Neil who said earlier, he went back to his old ways and he wanted his, his own general back on the field. I think with Matt Sadler this season, I think Jack Hearing can have as much time as he needs to get himself fully fit and then they can reintroduce him. So I think, depending on how long it takes him to get over his injury, if it's like the new year, it's the new year, or if it's later, it's later. I don't think there'll be any rush to get him back. And then I think that would also be a little bit of a boost for Warsaw because then you've got an, that additional sort of creative midfielder coming back yeah. when probably at the time of the year we'll probably need one. Yeah. I think a earring, a fully fit earring, he's that box to box midfielder who uh, plays a good defensive role and knows how to go forward and create chances as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's a, be a great guy to have back to the team. Um, where are we going to finish next season? Very big one. Oh, God. <laughs> last season, um, la- last season we, I was I thought anywhere in the top half will do. If we make top seven, I'll be overjoyed. I think before I go to you, when Danny Johnson was with us, we were around about eighth. And um, three points off the squad, but I mean, it is a very tough division with uh, County, not County, and uh, Wrexham, of course. I don't know whether you've heard Wrexham have got promoted, I know that's been in the news. (laughs) Um, so, um, first of all, I'll go to Neil. Where do you think we'll finish next season? Seventh, seventh. I think we'll sneak in. You'll think we'll sneak in, um, Phil. Um, I was thinking about this earlier because I thought you might ask me. Um, there's probably a, a realistic voice in my head saying we probably won't get in the playoffs because I know that you know there's you know Wrexham, Notts County, MK Dons, Bradford, Salford, you'd expect them to be up there, but on the other side of the coin, who had Steve Midge in the top three last year? Who had Carlisle going up out the playoffs? And in previous seasons, who had Morecambe going up? Who had Cambridge going up not many people so it can be done I think if we get off to a good start I would expect I would hope to see us in and around the playoff frame um where we'll finish ninth there you go ninth. <laughs> you're going for ninth but I hope Darren. I'm wrong again, again I hope I'm wrong okay now that's good that's conservative that's it Darren what you think does um I think um there's still some more players to come in, and I think we'll have a better view when the additional players come in right at this moment in time. I think top eight is achievable. Um, bottom eight is achievable as well, obviously. But um, I, given what they've signed, you'd be disappointed if we weren't in the top half of the table. Yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. Uh, Lee? I say every year, Simon. Win the league. <laughs> got to, you got to start the season and think you're going 
No, but listen, you've got to start the season and think you're going to win the league. What's the point of saying, oh, eighth or ninth? As a player in that dressing room, right, you start saying, oh, if we finish eighth or ninth, that's a good season, right? That's not the dressing room I want to hear. I want to hear them going, we're going to win the league. And then if you miss out and you come second or third, it's not an hardship, is it? I think I think the aim is to win the league. But I think just uh, from our point of view, I think where we would, where we think we'll probably end up. Yeah. Well, we've been struggling in the last few seasons to get more than 12 wins. So anything over 12 wins would be a bonus. But realistically, <laughs> you want to be in that top seven, you've got to get 19, 20 wins. Yeah. And you've got to be looking at around about the 75-point mark. Yeah. I think being realistic, being realistic, with Sadler in his first season, anything over 60 points would be a decent season compared to what we've had for the last four or five seasons. Yeah. But like Daz has already said, I still don't think they're finished with the business. I still think, no. I don't think there'll be loads coming in, but I still think there'll be probably another three, maybe four come in. And depending on what sort of players they are, I can't see us being scared of anybody in the league. I know Wrexham and Notts County and Bradford are going to be there or thereabouts, but I don't think we have to go and play them teams and be thinking we're on a hiding to nothing here. I think when Sadler's got his full squad together, I think we'll give anybody a game. And then it just comes down to those, a little bit of luck with the way referees call the game, a little bit of luck with injuries. And, you know, in sport, you get on a bit of a run and momentum and that team spirit can take you a long way. So why can't we have a go? I see, we've got quite a tough top, tough start, haven't we? Um, with that third game in away to Wrexham. Well, again, Simon, you, 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 you say we've got a tough start, which is a tough start. But if we come through that and we've sort of got eight, nine points on the table, then we're off and running, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. Uh, Jack, what do you think? Where do you think we'll finish, Jack? We want to finish top, obviously. But, <laughs> but dream when... The dream is to finish top and the dream is... The, the dream is to finish above Wrexham. That's the dream. That's the Hollywood dream for us. Where I think we're gonna, we're above think Wrexham at the minute. In non, uh, <laughs> alphabetically, that's it. That's just luck. That's, uh, it's lucky we're not bottom. Um, I think... Where I think we'll finish, I think we'll finish eighth. I think it'll be one of them where we have a bad spell over Christmas and then come back second half of the season after a good start. Ah, you could just okay. eight, like two points off the playoffs or something. To to be honest, I think a sort of from my point of view, before this last week with the uh, DJ and J, DJT coming in, I was nervous that we were going to be struggling again. Mm. But with the arrival of DJ, um, that tells me that we're in for a top half finish. Yeah. And um, top just, ten, and uh, say see where it goes from there. Yeah. Just going back, promoted obviously with his squad, they're pretty much all signed up for next season for the season after as well. So, if we don't do it this season, next season should be a, a much stronger one as well. Yeah. So we'll we'll I haven't gone through three series of Ted Lasso without knowing the only thing that matters is a big side up there that says believe. <laughs> <laughs> believe that's it. The yeah. joy, just the joy is returning, Simon. <laughs> Just going back to um, one thing you said there about about the start we've got, and and you know I think we have got some 
some tough games early on, you know. Obviously, Morecambe away, not sure about that one. But then Stockport at home, Wrexham away in consecutive games does does look tough on paper. But I just hope that if we if we do have a bit of a tough start and we and we do drop mm. a few games early on, that it doesn't get too silly down there, too toxic down there. Because I yeah. know that there is an element of the support that. You know, you, I've seen some of the stuff being said about Sadler being the cheap option and this, that and the other. I just hope that he's given fair chance to, to build something next season and prove himself. Yeah. Because I, I just worry that if we do have a bad start to next season, that there might it might get a little bit toxic down there a bit early. And, and I think that would be a real shame because, you know, they've, they've gone with Sadler. And whatever we think of the appointment, we've got to back the bloke and we've got to get behind yeah. him and we've got to give him fair chance to build something next season. I think I'd rather go him than somebody who's on the manager merry-go-round yet again. Yeah. yeah. Somebody who's failed 14,000 different times at different foot clubs and, oh, we want him because we know the name. It doesn't yeah. mean any good if you just because you know the name. You know? Well, on, on one of our previous fan chats, um, I think it was Daz that was very vocal on it. The, why don't we tell a manager what we want to do? Yeah. Tell a manager, this is the way we want to play. We want yep. a manager who can do this, not who's available, bring him in, and then let him yep. take over and do whatever he likes. Because it's then going. if it goes wrong, I've said it before, if it goes wrong then, you, you get rid of that one and you bring another one in. Who wants to do it his way? So you've got to do all to, now you bring in another one and one does it the way you want him to do it and even ties his stand and doing it the way you want yeah. it done. The only way to do it properly. Yeah. And that's uh, they obviously listened to you, Daz, so that was good. <laughs> decide, decide what you want to do, yeah. then get somebody in who can who can roll out can do it, yeah. what you yeah. want to do. Not not jump onto the latest, the latest fashion. Doesn't work. The bit fail to just, plan. Just, plan to fail. Sorry, Simon. Just um, another another one I think as well this season, and obviously time will tell on this. I don't think we'll get bit as much as we did last season on loans number one yeah. and number two again Tom will tell you if this is right or wrong I don't think we'll have a January transfer window like we have done for the last three or four years because I think the shift in the way Saddle is going about his business and the way Travella are going about their business I'll be very surprised if come January we have a duff January again and I also think we won't get into the situation where if we do have a loan, oh, oh, is that will end up missing? Yeah, I think uh, I think the one thing, I think the one good thing about Trevella is they are they they are looking and they are learning and they might be learning on yeah. on the job as to say, but I think they're yeah. very fast and very acute when it comes to things like this. And I don't think we'll ever get into the situation. Like we did with Bennett and DJ in the loan, and I don't think we'll have a, a January transfer window where it was just like throw something up against the wall and let's see what sticks. Yeah, I think the big difference with Travella for me is people aren't going to just take our players for pennies anymore. We're not forced to sell, so if we have a player that does particularly well, they don't just get taken away for peanuts. Yeah. We can keep. We've got the financial stability to be able to hold on to the players we want to keep. They might still go, but we'll be through a decent whack. Let's put it that way. 
well, that's if, answer, they, just want if they give us good money, money, then if they give us good money, then fair enough. Yeah. Um, playoffs has to be the aim, is the comment from uh, Edwards, Edward Atkins, and I think that sums it up that's... really. Playoffs is the aim. If we uh, finish top of the league, then that'd be excellent. <laughs> but um, it's a good start. It's a good start. Um, Fifty points. Fifty points is always the first aim. Get to 50 <laughs> yeah. points and then see how many games you got to get to 72. And then when you get to 72, see how many you can get to 85. And that's that's, that has to be the way it works. Darren's got yeah. a plan, haven't you? Always 50 points first. Yeah. Like partnerships in cricket. Yeah. Find out how many you can get to there. Do it in steps. Because yeah. there's only two of them. Yeah, we still right then. I think uh, I think we'll leave it there. Um, that's been really good. Thanks, guys, for coming on. And one thing before you go, I'll go on to the sad news about Wayne Evans. I'll put something on the uh, Facebook page for yeah. a, a fund, go fund, um, uh, fund crowdfunding thing they're doing to try and bring his body back home because the family can't afford to do it. And um, yeah, okay. trust are actually participating in that as well. So okay. go and have a look at it and contribute if you can. Yeah, you took, took the words out of my mouth there, Neil. I was going to mention about Wayne Evans. Uh, you know, well, a, a, wonderful a, player. Yeah. One of my one of my favourites, and real real sad news when that came through yesterday. You know, at such yeah. a young age, fifty-one. It's no age yeah. really. Yeah. Well, my heart attack at fifty, but you know, we won't go into that. Went and scouted his brother and signed him instead. True story. Yeah. Oh, it is. They went to scout his brother, and they um, they changed their mind and took him instead. And he nearly got his uh, Welsh cap as well, didn't he? He was good. Was he injured in the last game before when he got caught up? Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't go. Mm. Uh. Right then. Okay. Yeah. I say thanks for coming on. Um, Sorry to finish it on a sad note, but there you go. No, no. I think I'm glad you mentioned it. Nearly it was sort of in my mind, but uh, it's sort of you know what it's like. You get old, you forget stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I definitely um, know what that's like. We'll try and do these more often, and um, that's a positive start to the season. That's uh, upset Wrexham at uh, at their place, and uh, oh yes, please. <laughs> Stockport will be without Kyle Wooden, so he'll be injured, but he'll miss the start of the season. So uh, it's a good time to play them. Uh, Morecambe, I think the Morecambe fans seem to think that they're going to be uh, right down the bottom. So um, maybe that could be a positive start for us. But we'll see. But as always, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks everybody for listening. We're uh, live on uh, the uh, TalkSport network now. So uh, you've got the podcast to catch up and listen. The joy and the pain. Is the joy returning? What yeah. do you reckon? <laughs> oh, <hopefully. laughs> Cheers, guys. Just thanks. Thanks. Hey, Neil. Just believe. Just believe, believe the joy is returning. Champion. Cheers. <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, 
When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.